0: This kick can decide it all. The nation holds its breath. Yes, we Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. Today we're talking about a 25-year-old midfielder slash winger from Swords in Dublin called Zachary Elbazedi. So, Zach, uh, he started his career with underage teams, um, well, playing underage level at at Shelburne, who are a big team in Ireland. Uh, Then he moved to his local side, River Valley Rangers, and finally to Malahide United, before he joined the then Premier League team, West Brom Albion, in 2014 as a 16-year-old. So... Big move at a young age. Again, back then it was the norm. And um, after three years there in the summer of 2017, as a 19-year-old, he moved to Scottish team Inverness Caledonian Thistle uh, on his first pro contract. So didn't work out really at West Brom into the first team. There was, you know, there was no. He said himself, there was no uh, clear route for him there t- through to the first team and um, so again would have been hard for a youngster as well to break into a premier division team so a uh, joined anyway Inverness and um, that was his first contract as I said as a pro uh, two years Inverness were in the Scottish Championship so the second division in Scotland at the time and um, very unfortunately the day after he signed he got injured and he was out for about five months, so he was unavailable for selection. On the 30th of December, he signed for Elgin City in Scotland um, on a 28-day emergency short-term loan deal. Uh, Elgin City, they were in uh, the Scottish League too, so the fourth division in Scotland. Still good for the 19-year-olds to get 1st team football anywhere. Um, and he's coming back from an injury that had him out for five months at that age you know it's not the worst thing in the world um, that, that, that long move helped him um, get match fit and come back from the injury coming back from the injury in all he turned out uh, just three times for Elgin City uh, he then went on to make his long-awaited debut for Inverness in the championship on the thirteenth of March, two thousand and eighteen, and he turned out a total of four times for Inverness, but he left pretty much a year after signing for them. So in August, uh, just slightly over the August two thousand and eighteen, and um, thirty-first of August two thousand and eighteen, having his contract terminated by mutual consent, as he wasn't playing and felt it wasn't going to happen for him there. So him and the club, luckily the club let him go, you know, because sometimes they can just stick you there and keep you there, you know, so that was good anyway, he got got out of it. Um, very unfortunate, of course, with the injury, like if he hadn't got injured the, the, the very next day after signing for him, it could have been a completely different story, but that's life, and, you know, that if that had it worked out, maybe he wouldn't be where he is now, but anyway... Um, he wanted to go again at nineteen. A lot of nineteen-year-olds might stick it out and just be happy to be somewhere, and you know, be thinking. But he was eager to get first-team football. So again, a big uh, testament to his character that at nineteen, you know, he's not happy to just be where he is. He's he wants to be pushing on for first-team football. Shows you know a good bit of maturity, you'd have to say that you know, you're not gonna be a footballer for long, really. It's not a long career, so you gotta get crack and get first team football. And again, a lot of nineteen year olds might just fade away. So yeah, he was pushing for first team football. A week later, on the seventeenth of November, twenty eighteen, the now twenty year old moved back to Ireland, signing for Waterford City, who at the time were in the Irish Premier Division. Turned out to be a great move for him. At Waterford, he finally uh, got um, week in, week out, running the first team, uh, first team football, and he played, um, depending where you read it, 27 to 29 times, scoring six goals. So, you know, very uh, decent level, very good level. Obviously, his top level in Ireland, and uh, as a 20-year-old to be playing week in, week out. I, I don't understand really why a lot more players that perhaps are looking are over the water in England or Scotland or um it's happening more often now but even abroad why they don't come back to Ireland you know it is a a good league and uh to get that week in week out football um you know obviously it's going to benefit Irish football as well and the the clubs if it works out for the player and the club you know they're getting a player that they, they don't have to, you know, worry about, you know, contracts and, you know, losing them for no fee or whatever. You know, they just get them in for a loan for a year and uh, get the best out of them and, you know, get, get some benefit. The club gets some benefit. So, yeah, I don't understand why more people don't do it. But anyway, uh, Zach did it and, uh, you know, it was the turning point really in his career, although. You know, he did have some um, hard times after that. But after just over a year with Waterford, the 21-year-old moved back to England, signing for Lincoln City in League One. So that's the third division in England on the 1st of January 2020. Though it was announced as a long-term deal, he only played seven times for Lincoln uh, City's uh, first team. Obviously, Calver played a role in this amount of appearances because football ceased for them um well for everybody around the world it was affected the whole world didn't it but uh yeah so but he did go on loan to Bolton Wanderers at twenty two on the sixteenth of january two thousand and twenty one from Lincoln City and he had a fairly good run with them um up until the end of the twenty twenty one season, making fourteen appearances for the League Two side which is the fourth division, Bolton of course big team um and you know not not so long before that they were you know top flight teams so facilities now would have been good and you know the infrastructure so you know that's good from the experience that as well he would have had experiences that as at West Brom but you know as a first teamer now you know he was not necessarily starting all the games or anything but still 14 appearances 21 big side Albeit in the fourth division, and he helped them uh, go from 19th to getting promoted. They were 19th, I think, in around February time, and uh, by the end of the season, they made it into the playoffs and got promoted. So another uh, good bow in his... Uh, good notch on his CV and uh, good experience for him, um, that, that would stand to him, you know, I think, listening to, uh, interviews, back from him, maybe he was a bit, hard on himself, about that, that he felt, he wasn't playing enough, but again, 14 appearances, from January to May, helping a team from 19, you know, he definitely played his part, and, who knows, if he hadn't been there, maybe they wouldn't have got promoted, so, yeah, I, I would say, he definitely was, uh, a big part of their promotion um as were other players in the team of course but uh, he then uh, finished up with lincoln um and moved to swedish top flight football with aik where he is today don't know what the fee was it was an undisclosed fee but you know going from the third division in england from lincoln city and the fourth division, I suppose you could say, as well, with both the wanderers more appropriately to go into the top flight in Swedish football. Swedish football has some big teams, and uh, AIK are one of them. They're what's known as one of the big three. Anyway, he signed for them um, on the 15th of July 2021 as a 23 year old now on a three and a half year deal until the 31st of December 2024. So they obviously had a lot of faith in them, you know, they weren't just taking a punt on them, uh, we'll get to the reasons, well the reason why is, uh, it was a move that was a few years in the making, when he played, when he was playing in an under 21s match for Ireland, against Sweden, who was assistant manager at the time, then became the manager at AIK, and he kept tabs on Zach, who he thought played well that night, um, looked at some video then, um some matches he'd played, they reviewed it in AOK and thought, yeah, this guy is the real deal. So, you know, you'd think going from the third division in or fourth division even in England, you're not going to be going to the top division and a top side in Sweden. But that's the reason why. And, you know, it's not luck, but you need these, uh, you know, bits of the rub of green like he's he's he, up until this point he's had a hard career you know and um, maybe been a bit hard on himself as well but you know this was the break and you know he obviously was a quality player he wouldn't be going through all the uh irish levels that he went to if he wasn't a good player and the people he was rubbing uh elbows with but in shoulders with or whatever the sign is but uh So anyway, he's at AOK to date. He's made 46 appearances, scoring two goals in the past two years. Um, It's great to see that the best run of games and the best period in his career to date is also at the highest level he has played so far and a very high level, again, as it is. Um, At present, AOK, AOK, um, they're not doing great. They're 14 games into the season in the Swedish league. Swedish league, uh, I, I, it it goes on a yearly basis, so it's not the same as England. Um, but uh, yeah, to get all the fixtures in, in uh, like the Irish league, and in, 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 I suppose, may I don't know. Now it's probably the same reason as the Irish league changed um, to give them a better chance in Europe. But uh, you know. Anyway, I don't know why they have their league, it was always like that or not. But anyway, they're 14 games into the season at present. So we're, what, in July now? Um, and they're actually in 14th place, which is third from bottom. So, yeah. at Well, there's a lot of games to go yet. But anyway, it's not a great position to be in, especially for a big team. Another one of the big teams uh, is below them, in, in technically in... The bottom two which is the relegated teams a-i-k a-i-k are in what's known as the relegation anyway it doesn't matter yet because it only matters if you're there at the end of the season which there are a lot of games to go so you'd imagine um they won't be but anyway uh zach he's playing week in week out albeit sometimes starting sometimes from the bench a presence uh, from the bench but he's starting, He's been a regular starter during his time at AOK too, and he's playing pretty much every week, regardless of whether he's starting or from the bench. Even when he's on the bench, he's always coming on. So they do think highly of him there. He's a bit of a star over there as well. People seeing him out, asking for his autograph. He scores some great goals for them too. Um, yeah. So he is a big player for them, and they have some big players at their squad in their squad. A-OK, as I said, are one of the three big teams in Swedish fu- football. Everyone is going to know uh, Malmo and uh, Gothenburg as well. Gothenburg are actually, as I said, in the bottom two at present. Since Zach's been there, um, the first season, he joined mid-season. They just missed missed out on the league title by goal difference. Um, that was his first season. Last season, his second season with them, they finished in fifth Just outside uh, the Europa spots, so they're not in Europe at the moment. Uh, As I said, they're a good team. It's a great league, and the level, uh, and and a great level to be at for him uh, personally. At only twenty five, it's great. Um, I'm sure his plan is to continue to be involved in the first team and get back to being a regular first team starter. Help them steer away from the bottom of the table in the coming months. AOK, of course, not involved in European football uh, this season, but they do have circa twelve to thirteen current and former internationals in their squad. Um, so he's definitely rubbing shoulders with the tops, with top season pros, and his manager is, of course, the uh, legendary. Um, Henningberg, who Blackburn, when they were at more or less the top of their game, Man United and Norwegian International, Uh, that wasn't the guy that was the assistant manager, that was a different guy. Um, Henningberg has since replaced him. All this will only stand to him personally and help him further uh, increase his skill set, experience and career, again, with all the people he's playing with, the backroom staff, the other people he's playing against in the league. Internationally, Um, he has represented Ireland not at senior level yet but he's represented Ireland extensively at every other age uh, group uh, under 15s, 16s, 17s 18s, 19s, 21s his mum is Irish, his dad um, is from Libya so he does have an option to play for Libya international football they have been in contact again to his credit and it mustn't have been easy to turn down um international football but his dream is to play for ireland and he's born and bred in ireland and so yeah somebody you know he's really rubbed shoulders with the cream of the crop as well at the moment in irish football so you can see why he's not giving up on the dream of playing for ireland again he's at a high level so He's not that far off, you know. It wouldn't be if he was in a squad or came on, you wouldn't be saying, What's that guy doing there? Like, you know, he is knocking around that level. And as I said, he has played with uh, lots of the current Irish senior team. Um, but again, fair play to him turning down Libya is obviously a connection, strong connection. If his dad's from there, you know, um, it's it may be a rare uh, exception that again i'm not an expert on libyan football but they uh they possibly aren't as good as ireland so usually if there's another country involved um, there's a good chance somebody might go if it's a split you know connection again i know he's born and bred in ireland but is you know it's not like it's a great grandfather or something. It's uh, his dad is Libyan, but it's you know again I'm presuming not that I know about Libyan football, but I presume Ireland is uh, a better level as well. But I wouldn't say that's come into it. He just feels he's more Irish, um, and that's his dream. So fair play to him uh, for sticking it out and holding out for Ireland. Uh, a bit unfortunate for Libya. Because he'd be an absolute top star for them A a nailed on starter for them And uh, again I don't know if they qualify uh, For uh, continental tournaments over there But um, so yeah It's always something again He's ruled it out But perhaps if it I'm sure it would work out for him at Ireland And I'm sure he will get his chance to represent Ireland but let's say for some unknown reason he, he doesn't ever get that nod, and again, no disrespect to Libya, maybe in his thirties he could go right or play for his now. You know, you can't force someone to play for you, but if he ever did play for Libya, they're gonna get a great player 'cause he's a he's a he's a quality player like, you know. Um as said, he isn't far away from getting a nod for uh, the senior Irish side. When he was playing under twenty one, Stephen Kenny was his uh, manager. Not sure how much contact has been there since uh, Stephen Kenny's got a lot more things on. Um, in fairness to Stephen Kenny, he does seem like someone that uh, is very personal with players, and you know, very, uh, the, all the players that have played under him. In the senior side, and particularly in the under-21 side, he's brought a lot of them through. But also, they all talk very highly of him and the connection with him and that they all seem to have got on with him. Um, so, you know, it's not like he's unknown to Stephen Kenny. Stephen Kenny knows very well who he is and he's done very well for uh, the under-21s. So, um, yeah. You know, perhaps... um. AIK is it's a it's a top team but perhaps they're not like run away with the Swedish league and now they're not doing great they're not in Europe he's in and out of the starting first 11 and now he's playing regularly perhaps he really just needs to i it's really just splitting hairs here, but because he's he's so close to the senior side in the Irish setup, you'd imagine, um, at the level he's at, just maybe fractionally off, he needs to be nailing in that starter uh, in the top 11, week in, week out, and it's not really in his hands, but A-OK Possibly need to be doing slightly better, um, like challenging for the title, to be, you know, really pushing. And again, if that was if he was at a club like that in England, he'd be in the squad. It's just because Sweden isn't a isn't a league that's watched by the Irish public. No one really knows much about it, and it's just those slight little things so again perhaps um you know that's why he's not getting picked at the moment but uh, he, again he is at a very high level uh as said he's played with uh, also he's had injuries for the first few years of his career on and off so that's all in the background since he's gone to waterford he's been doing well injury wise but uh he has played with a lot of senior uh, internationals in Sweden at AIK against them in Sweden. Also, as I said, a lot of the under 21s have gone on to become senior uh, internationals. Uh, Troy Parrott, Adam Ede. Adam would be, you know, right up there. Bazunu, um, Dardo Shea was Adam. Was uh, with him at uh, West Brom, just to name a few. Like he's definitely uh, Nathan Collins. He, they all know who he is. He knows who you know. So he knows he's at that level. Um, but uh, yeah, for whatever reason, he hasn't broken into the senior side yet. Uh what the future holds. Staying at Aik until the end of his report contract in December twenty four will be. The most likely scenario uh, would leave him in a very good position as again he could continue his success as a first teamer and um, in sweden's top division then he could stay on at aok of course on an improved deal and um, but from his point of view again he's very happy there and he's treated very well i'm sure he's getting paid very well and um, and he's a, a star there. Um, but, um, you know, AOK for him probably would need to be doing a bit better as well to mirror his his uh, vision and his motivation and his uh, forward trajectory, you know. So, yeah, if he did move... You could go to, there'd be lots of suitors uh, like there was when he was going to AOK. There was other people in for him. Um, But, you know, you couldn't really turn down AOK, a top team in Europe. Um, In the Swedish League, is a good league, good standard. There would be potential suitors, you know, again, because he's playing in the Swedish League, there'd be people going over to look at him or his teammates, or opponents, players that he's playing in, and they're going to see him and go, he's a great player. Gee, let's get him. He's up for a contract in a year and a half or whatever, you know, and or January, you know, they might come in. You, you know, there's definitely going to be eyes on him. Um, and, yeah, who knows where he could go then, you know. Hopefully, the injury side of things... You can never say never with injuries, but he's had a lot of injuries in the past and that's going to stand to him. It's, I mean, it's never good to get injured, injured or have injuries, but the fact that's happened in his early parts of his career uh, must have been heartbreaking and must feel like the end, you know, you must feel like everything's going against you. But he has that experience now, so he knows what works from what doesn't work from training wise, you know, how to go about things, how to, you know, stay one step ahead of the things that, you know, perhaps might have led to him uh, getting injured in the past, um, what it means when you get injured, because um, unfortunately everyone gets injured in, in in sport, and that's just part of I mean, you get injured walking down the street, crossing the roads, it's not like you're never going to not get injured. So, But he has that in his head now, what to do and what not to do. And if, hopefully he never gets injured again during his career, but if he did, what to do and where to go and, you know, the mental side of it as well. So he has all that experience behind him. And it happened early on in his career when, you know, he wasn't playing week-in, week-out football, so... Again, it's better to have happened then, and now he knows all about it, so hopefully it won't happen, and if it did, he knows what routes to take to get around it, but uh, yeah, he's only 25, he's a wealth of knowledge and experience playing at the highest level, like he's been at a premiership team, hasn't played in the championship, but he's been at Inverness in Scotland, so... um. Played in League 1, League 2, played in the top division in Sweden. He's week in, week out playing with other internationals uh, for and against, with and against. Uh, He's rubbed shoulders with, you know, lots, well, you'd say the majority of the Irish first team now. He knows he's there. He just needs to stand out a bit um, to get noticed, really. The manager of Ireland knows him, maybe he hasn't been in touch because he's got a lot of stuff going on for himself, you know, on his own job, Um, you got to feel a bit sorry for Stephen Kenny, like, um, you know, everyone's for him and then everyone's against him, it's the way life is now, isn't it, like, but, you know, um, he should be just left alone, like, he has whether you think he's doing a good job or not like you just leave him in the job now to the end of his contract and uh then assess it then like why are you talking about changing managers And anyway that's a different whole scenario just stick with what you got and see what happens you know um disqualifying anyways it's the group of debt really like so uh, anyway not gonna get into that i'm gonna start to cry but yeah for zach He knows he can do the job. And there's players in there that are on his level. So why isn't he in there? Definitely could be. Um, He's in the shop window in the Swedish top division. Uh, He's already broken off the shackles of playing outside of just Ireland and the UK. A lot of Irish players just go to... I mean, it's changing now, but... um, they used to just go to the UK, Scotland, England, and that was it. and that was the step. But he's more and more gone further afield. He's done it now, so you know, he doesn't necessarily have to go back to England to be a top player. Like he is a top player. Um so he could stay at AOK, they could do better, he could go somewhere else, go to one of the other top teams in Sweden, go to some other top league and in uh in europe um like really the world is his oyster you know he's got that senior football hopefully for ireland soon as well it'd be a smart move for a team to come in and get him and um, because he's gonna turn into a senior football player for ireland um and even as an investment you know that's gonna increase his his price tag so if somebody came in played him week in week out they could sell him on to somebody bigger for a huge fee you know so he's definitely uh, an attractive um, asset on and off the pitch to people so uh, yeah Uh, it's interesting exciting times ahead for him and for everyone watching and whatever happens we'll be watching